the Wealthy Lifeline. This is episode 10. This is our final episode of the season. Thank you so, so, so much for being with us through all 10 episodes. We're so excited um, that yes. you stuck through it with us. We're so excited that you allowed us into your, into your lives, into your homes. And we're so very, 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 very grateful. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. So Woo! <laughs> I just thought I'll throw that in there, you know? <laughs> it's been amazing recording this podcast with you, yeah. It really has. I've had a lot of fun. And we've had great feedback from people. Um, I think I just shared with you before we started that there's a lady that messaged me on Instagram and she literally said that the day she found us, she listened to all of our podcasts. Um, thank you to everybody who's been listening. It means so much to us. Um, please continue to share the podcast with your friends and families. Please do. Please, 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 please do. And, uh, and thank you. Um, Esther, you thank you you too for this uh for this journey because I think it's been a real journey of real growth for me as well in terms of the things that I've learned in terms of finance, the things that I've learned in terms of myself, wow. the things that I've learned in terms of working with another person who's so just as passionate about what they do as I am about what I do. Mm. Um, and it's been a great, wonderful learning journey and fun too. So, yeah, it has been. And I've had to go back and listen to the podcast because I realized I was giving myself actions to take away, you know, <laughs> especially in the um, the life hack one about integrating work life, work and life. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that, OK, I actually need to go back and listen because there were things that I said that I was going to do that I need to do. So thank you so much as well for giving me so many tips and for answering my questions about all the different topics that we went through. I have grown so much, but I feel like all each episode has just been a moment of reflection and growth for me. So thank you as well. Yeah. Oh, I would have you. <laughs> We can virtual hug. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering through the screen. Um, so listen, let's get on, let's get on, guys. So right today, um, we're going to be talking about courage, faith, and perseverance, and why these things are so important to, um, in life. Yeah, and the reason why um, we've chosen this topic is that it's what's gotten us through our life. It's what's gotten us through the good, the bad, the ugly, the challenges. Um, and would like to share that with you guys today. Yes. So the first one, like I said, is courage. So why is courage so important? Well, before we get into why it's so important, let's talk about the origin of the word courage. Well, the word courage comes from the word core, which means heart. So in one of its earliest forms, courage meant to speak from your heart. And over time, the definition has changed. And today it means to act heroically or to be brave. So when you're heroic or brave, you're accessing your inner strength and this requires heart. So I don't know if you've ever felt like um, when you do something courageous, you feel like you have like a gut feeling. So even though you're scared, there's that feeling that says, oh, you you need to do this. You need to do it. You need to do it. And that's Mm. why it's called coming from the heart, because it's your heart speaking for you. It's your heart um, kind of guiding you, because I believe anyway that your heart knows where you need to go in life. 
And that is, yeah. and people call it your gut. I call it your, I believe it's your heart guiding you. And mm. if you listen and you pay attention, it will guide you correctly. And I think oftentimes when we don't listen, um, because we just get scared, it's human nature. Um, we then put ourselves in situations that aren't good for us rather than if we just were to push through and say, you know what, I'm going to do this scared. I'm going to do this yes. anyway. Feel the fear, as Susan Jefferson's. Feel the fear yeah. anyway. And once we do that, we just realize that that's what life is. Life is mm-hmm. choices. And then once we make those choices for our fear, we have another set of choices to make. And nothing is wrong. Nothing is right. It's just choices. And that's, and, but when you're brave enough to choose the right choices for you, that's when you show courage. And also it shows, um, it's like an expression of self-love, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on that, Esther? Um, I love I love the definition that you brought out about it being an act of like I can't even say the word a he he it I'm going to embarrass myself now. Oh, but it's it's an act of bravery. Courage that right there is courage. That is. <laughs> Thank you. And even us, you know, doing this podcast is it's been courage because it's been a whole new learning experience, putting ourselves out there sharing our story, you know, um, that has taken courage. And I would say in, and I say this story all the time because it's the, it's the one experience in my life that I would never, ever forget because I learned so much during that season. And it was when I decided to, um, go part-time at work and go and study. And I then decided to pivot. I was like, this social work thing is not going to work. And I realized that I needed to double my income. Yeah. And I need, that was the time that I felt that I needed to be my most courageous, mm-hmm. to be brave enough to say, okay, this is what I thought I wanted to do, but actually I've changed my mind and this is what I'm going to do now. Because the first thing I thought is people are going to think you're not serious. Like, what is it that you want to do? People are going to think you're not serious. You've gone and given up your good paying job, you know, to go part time. And I went into it with all best of intentions. But then that journey in itself, it taught me about what it is that I didn't want. So you know how sometimes you think you're getting into something because it's what you want. But even if it doesn't work out, that experience can actually allow you to gain so much clarity about what it is that you actually do want. So although I spent a year studying social work, I knew from that experience exactly what I wanted to do. And so I had to be courage in that season to be courageous, sorry, in that season to be able to kind of pivot and be like, okay, these are my, are my next steps. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my experience about being courageous. And I feel that at different times in our lives, it's it's something that we need to be. It's a it's a person that will have to become a courageous person at some time in in our life. Yeah, yeah, that's really really good, and that's such a true point. Because for me, it has been twenty twenty. Twenty twenty has been the year of of real courage. I've experienced it like 
periodically, like sporadically throughout my life. But 2020, Mm. when it was really concentrated because of everything that's going on, obviously, um, in terms of the um, being in quarantine, um, the pandemic just generally. And what, what it meant for me was I had to pivot, but not pivot in my business, but just pivot in my own life. And mm. really for the first time ever, I started choosing me, but I started mm-hmm. choosing me in the most compassionate way I could for myself and for others. So mm. doing it from a place of, I love you and I also love me and I want to make sure that everybody's okay and I want to make sure everybody's good, but I also have this mission um, that I need to go, I need to go and do. And before I think I would have been more compassionate to others, but not so compassionate to myself. And when you're, when you're not courageous, mm. if I had not been courageous, I just I speak about myself here, when I'm not courageous, what I would, what I would have done was being compassionate for other people and ignored myself. And then that would have had so much um, consequences in terms of being resentful of others, um, affecting my mental health, affecting relationships. And so all of those things would have come into play if I hadn't have chosen to be courageous about what I was choosing to do and also stepping away from things that didn't serve me anymore. So um, so things like my, my colleagues, let me just tell the truth, um and and just really like I think it's so easy to blame other people for the um environment or situations that you find yourself in but actually when you're really courageous you can say actually that doesn't serve me and I don't need to be here and it's nothing against you but I need to go and mm. me and I still have love for you but being here doesn't serve me and so therefore I need to go out I need to go out and be courageous and do the things that serve me because that's what's going to best serve the women I work with. That's going to um, best serve mm-hmm. me, my family, my friends, and and even my colleagues because you're no longer pretending to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what um, 2020 has been for me in terms of courageous is really and truly showing up as myself and. Um, being a recovering people pleaser, that mm. is so vital to show up for yourself first. Because as I always say, when you give to yourself first, you're in the best position to give to others. But understand that when you do give to yourself first, it means that other people may not necessarily understand that. And because they don't understand that, they may take it as something that they've done wrong. and never done anything wrong. Nobody's done anything wrong. Nobody's to blame. It's <laughs> just you choosing, me choosing me, so that I can be a better person to myself and thus everybody else around me, the people that I serve. I love that. Um, that's a really good, good reflection. I love that. Um, so the second, I would say, thing that would like to share about is faith and why having faith is so important. So one of my favorite scriptures and the way that I can sort of define faith is um, Hebrews 11.1. 1, and it, I believe this is the NIV version because there's like lots of different versions. So the NIV version, say that again. The Bible. Yes, the Bible. Yeah, no, there is in case, case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in case any listener who is not religious and they're like, Hebrews 11.1, 1, 
Um, so it's a it's a it's a scripture, a verse in in the Bible, um, and the translation that I'm going to share is from NIV, um, and it reads: "Now faith is the." Let me start again, and it reads. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Like, I feel like there should be a hundred exclamation marks after that um, because it just says it as it is. And faith means um, different things. So faith can mean belief. It also means belief. Faith also means trust. It also means the expectation that you have or the persuasion that you have about a particular thing. And I feel like faith has been like crucial in my life and in my journey. Um, I believe that if it wasn't for my faith, the faith that I have, um, whether it's in God, whether it's in myself, whether it's in people, um, the faith that I have has really, really seen me through tough times. It really, really has, because there's been times where, looking at my current situation, it was just screaming horrible. Yeah. It, it was just bad. It was just terrible. There was nothing great about it. There was nothing to be happy about, nothing to smile about. It was just crap, you know, and by having faith, by being sure of a hope that I had yeah. and being certain of that hope, yes. even though I can't see it. So just to give you some sort of examples, um, of the time where I've had to kind of apply my faith. So as you all know that in 2017, I sort of pivoted and changed careers. I didn't really plan it very well, but it brought about the greatest thing in my life right now that I'm able to share with you guys is I realized how terrible I was with managing my finances. And so, um, I was 800 pounds short every month. I couldn't pay my bills. I started to default in my debts. I had no savings. And in the middle of all of that, my husband was also made redundant. So we were already struggling. And then we were just, you know, strugglers. We, we went from struggling to becoming strugglers. Mm. Um, and it was my faith, even though I was in that situation, I believed that I was going to come out of this. And so the first thing I started to have faith for was that I was going to double my income because I realized after budgeting that I needed to earn a certain amount to be able to get out of debt, start paying my bills again. Um, and that I just believed that I was going to go back to work full time. And what that faith allowed me to do it allowed me to start taking strategic actions, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's sometimes it, it was with me knowing and sometimes it wasn't. But one of the things that happened is that I got an invite to this women's event and something in me was saying, you need to go to this event. You cannot miss it. And I, I was like, but I've been before. It's just going to be a bunch of colleagues like, you know, but something was present in me to go. And so I went and by going to that event, I was able to um, be introduced to a lady that then helped me to get some experience in a particular job. And I was able to work in that job as a volunteer for three months. And then I, out of that job and from the experience I got from that job, I then went on to apply for three jobs 
and I got offered all three. And the one that offered me the highest was the salary that I wanted. And so I know for a fact that it was my faith. It was, even though I was struggling, I could, I was hoping for my situation to improve and I could see it. So I, I, there were times where I would just smile and I was smiling at the fact that that's how I'm going to be smiling the day that I start the job that I'm going to be earning more money in. You know, I would get dressed in the morning and I would say to myself, Esther, you are walking to your new job. And so it wasn't just me believing it, but it, it was also creating that picture and that image for myself to, to the point where I was actually living in what I was hoping for in the present time. So, yeah, I feel like faith is so important. Um, there's actually a, a gentleman called Mike Todd. Um, he's a, do you know him? Yeah, I know. Tell, tell yeah. me who he is. Okay, so he's a preacher. He's based in America. I can't remember the name of his um, church, so I'm not even going to try and, and say because I feel like I'll say the wrong one. I don't know whether it's elevation or transformation. Transformation. It is transformation. Okay. Yeah, transformation, yeah. Um, and he has like a 10 or 12-part series on faith, and he talks about, crazy faith so there's different types of faith you know so he talks about crazy faith he talks about um hasty faith he talks about trading faith fading faith and so yeah there's different types of faith that's going to be required of us at different times so yeah over to you and what are your thoughts and what would you like to share about why faith is important okay so my biggest um example that i have to share for Everything has happened in 2020. Um, that's the thing that always keeps coming to the front of my mind. Mm. And, and it's about realizing that believing is seeing, not the other way around, not seeing is believing, but believing is seeing it. Because just like you were saying, when you believe it, it's only a matter of time before it becomes your reality. Once you really believe it in your heart, I have the courage to believe it, then it's only a matter of time because you start putting in the steps to make it reality. So it's only a matter of time before you see it. And for me, the biggest thing when it comes to faith is the act of surrender. Mm. Um, and for me, I found surrendering in my life really, really, really hard because it meant giving over control to some, to, to a being, God, who I couldn't see, I couldn't, um, I couldn't touch. I couldn't, wasn't tangible to me. And because it wasn't mm. tangible to me, although I would pray, um, although I would do, yeah, I would pray and do those kind of things. I did believe there was a God, um, mm. but I would pray for the small things. So for example, whenever I said to God, um, I'd be at the bus stop and you know, it's cold, for example, and I want the bus to come. For the last, I can't, I don't, can't even tell you how long I've been doing it, but for a very long time, I say, God, please let the bus come in two minutes. And undoubtedly, the bus comes <laughs> in two minutes. And so I was always praying for the small things and receiving them. So mm. I was believing and seeing. But then when it came to the bigger things, I found it harder to surrender because it meant that I had to trust something bigger than myself for that thing. And then also that meant trusting that I was worthy of that thing should it come to me. And again, 2020 has shown me that I am. Um, and it doesn't mean that the fear that comes with those things 
has disappeared. If anything, it, it intensifies the thing because it's bigger than anything I've, I've ever asked for. Mm. But what it's also shown me is that when you just open yourself up and you surrender and you have faith, everything changes. Everything changes. And you're in a position where you're no, looking, no longer looking for the answers because the answer's already there. You just have to do your work. And it's like, it's just that thing of, it's why people say, take, you, you need to, when you're moving up in life, you need to take the elevators. Forget about, I'm um, sorry, you need to take the stairs. Forget about taking the elevator. And the reason why is if you take the elevator, for example, especially now where they tell us you can't, nobody can go past you on the, ele- on the um, escalator. If you take the elevator or you take the um, the escalator, what happens is you're, sta- you're stationary. So you may move up. And you might be like, oh, this look, it really looks really, really lovely here. But you'll probably suffer from process syndrome because you're like, I'm on this next floor, but should I really be here? Because you haven't done the work to get there. But if you just yeah. go step by step, you take your first step and you're like, oh, okay, this is a bit scary. This is outside of my mm-hmm. comfort zone, but I, but I recognize this enough. I'm comfortable enough here to be able to make the changes, start making the changes I need to make. And then and next, um, something else will appear. And then when, when that appears, you're like, oh, okay. So then you you do whatever you need to do next. And then the yeah. next step appears and the next step appears. And then before you know it, you're 10 steps ahead. You're already at the next level. But because you've done the work, you know why you're there. You, mm-hmm. you know that you're worthy of being there and you don't have to question it. It's like um, the get rich quick schemes. The reason why so many get-rich-quick schemes don't work, and if they do work, they tend to be flukes, um, the reason why they don't work is because you didn't do any of the work. Fuck, yeah. And that's not how faith works. Faith works by saying, I'm going to do the work, and by doing the work, what I believe in, I will see. Not, mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing the work, um, and I've been told that this get-rich-quick um, get scheme yeah. works. And then... You don't see it. The reason why you don't see it is because you didn't do your work. And that's mm-hmm. really what faith is. Faith is doing your work and asking for what you want and knowing that it will come when it's supposed to come and not trying to rush the process. Trust in the process. Don't rush it. Just yeah. trust it. And it doesn't mean it's not scary. It doesn't mean that you're sometimes wondering, okay, what am I doing here? It doesn't mean that you don't need to pivot because you will. Um, but it means that you trust the process enough to be able to allow it to be what it needs to be in order for you to grow into that, into yeah. the next level. So that, that, so that to me what is what faith means to me. Love that. Absolutely love that. So now I'm going to talk about perseverance. Perseverance is doing something difficult despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Perseverance is important because it builds character. Not only does it build character, it also allows you to build um, resilience and it allows you to build confidence because I think a lot of people think that confidence comes from confidence people a lot of people think because I have confidence I now can do this thing doesn't work like that it's you doing this thing that builds the confidence it's just like a muscle it's just like muscle you can't go to the gym day one and just be like I'm gonna lift um um, and because, yeah, exactly. You can't. You have to build up to that, and by building up to that, you do the things that that make you, that make you mean that you have to have faith and you need to be courageous, mm-hmm. and and from there, that's where you're able to 
to, to grow and become your best, but it requires perseverance. Perseverance is the long game. Ooh. Perseverance, and it, is, it can be a long game at times. Perseverance is doing things when you don't want to do them, when, you, uh, when you're tired. Perseverance is yeah. doing things um, when people are getting on your nerves. Perseverance is, is doing the, the jobs, the mundane jobs that you don't feel that you need to be doing. That's perseverance yeah. because you're showing up. You're showing up. Perseverance is, is it, this is what allows courage to happen. It's because you're showing up. This allows faith to, to do all the magical, mystical things that faith does because you're mm-hmm. showing up. And that to me is what perseverance means. So what do you, what, um, can you share with us what you think of perseverance, Esther? I think just, just as you've said, I think it's, it's that perseverance for me is what gets you to the next level. It's that final, you know, like the last hour. Yeah. It's that last hour, that that one push that once you persevere, because I don't know who said this, but um, but I'm sure there's a, probably a famous quote out there um, that when when you feel like you're you're going through a challenge, if you just keep pushing, like victory is literally on the other side. Your victory or your win is literally at the other side of that challenge. Once you overcome that particular issue or that challenge, that's it. You've won. You're there. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's what persevere, perseverance mean. It is definitely pushing through despite difficulty or delay. You know, sometimes, not even sometimes, but we all have our goals and just because you have a dream or a desire or a hope or you have faith in something, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Some things are, but like what y'all said in the beginning, like we have, you know, like the easy faith, the things that we can do without even thinking. But then there are going to be those things that you want to achieve for yourself, um, a type of life you want to create for yourself, that you have to have all of these things that we're mentioning, courage, faith and perseverance to kind of get you through to be able to finally be like, yes, I did it. It's here. Um, And so in relation to finance, you know, I really had to persevere and push through, especially when I was paying off my debts. I wanted to do that within 12 months and it took me 22 months. And in that period of time, there were lots of challenges, you know, um, my, our car got hit twice when it was parked. Can you imagine? <laughs> right. And on both occasions I had to pay excess and I had to claim on the insurance. Um, and we had to like pay money to get that fixed that we didn't even have. So I had to really persevere and push through. Um, even though it took longer than I expected, my faith really just allowed me to be able to keep taking those steps on a daily basis, keep taking the actions, keep committing to the goal, keep believing that I can do it. Even if it meant that I was slightly delayed, even if it meant that I took longer. And one thing I say to um, people is that when it comes to personal finance, it's not a destination. Like what Yah said about, you know, all these get rich quick schemes. The reason why they don't work is because you've not had to do any work for it. It's just being by pure luck or pure chance. And you haven't, you're not, you haven't prepared for it. You haven't built that muscle to be able to even look after what you have. That's why when people win the lottery after five years, 
most people anyway, all the money is gone because you never had the financial principles. You didn't have the discipline. You didn't have the money values and the money mindset to be able to maintain and look after all that wealth that you happen to have got by chance. So I always say to people that it's the person that you will become. It's not the money that you will earn. It's not the debt that you pay. It's not the money that you'd save. It's not the investment that you do. It's not the assets that you will obtain, you know, or it's not your net worth or your net wealth. It's who you become. And so committing to that journey as a life's journey, as opposed to a destination, right? Because if you look at personal finance, it's an evolving growth. There's no you're not just trying to manage your finances till you're 60. No, because you're going to get to 60 and you're probably going to live a bit longer. And it doesn't just end there. But however you manage your finances today, you know, when you pass, you're going to be able to leave that for your kids. You're going to be able to have that as an inheritance and your children and the people after you are going to be able to build wealth on that. So it's a life's work and it's a life's commitment. Um, And so because you're committing to it for the rest of your life, like perseverance is essential to see you through because throughout your lifetime, you know, people experience just different life events, different life changes. You know, nobody would have, most people would never have thought that they would not have a job in 2020. That was not a part of their plan. You know, it wasn't a part of their plan. Most people would not be thinking that they'll be forced to pivot You know, most people will not be thinking that they'll have to bury a loved one or that they'll have to be concerned about going out. But um, it's that perseverance and that, yes, we're going through a difficult time, but we're going to come through this. We're going to get to the other side and we're not just going to forget about our goals. You know, like it's I was speaking to somebody the other day and um, she really encouraged me, actually, because she was saying that, you know, a lot of people are basically written off 2020. They're just like, right, these are my goals for 2021. Mm. (laughs) So she was like, actually, I had goals that I set up at the beginning of the year and I I can actually make these goals happen. Like I have I have two months left. And if I do the work and if I commit to it, I can actually get these things done. And I just love that. And I was like, it's so true that, you know, a life event happens and we can just kind of give give up and write off the year or write off the month or write that particular thing off. But then even now there are opportunities for growth. We still have two months, whether it's you want to save a bit of money, whether it's you want to get rid of a particular debt, you still have time to do it. So perseverance is definitely a must. Yeah. I know. I I completely agree with you. And I think just off your last point, I think that's another thing that that perseverance, one of the things that perseverance teaches us is this whole thing about deadlines or setting deadlines. So people will be like, by the end of this year, we have to have have, um, reached this particular goal. And it's like, who said that you have to reach this particular goal? As long as you're working towards it, that should be the goal, I think. As long as you're working towards it. Yes, some things have, um, have like tight um deadlines tight mm-hmm. targets and you have to meet them understand that but then there's a lot of things that we 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 use the end of the year and the beginning of the year to set to set goals as markers actually for yeah. success or failure and that's not that's not what perseverance teaches us perseverance teaches us is as long as we're doing our work we will 
we're doing our work and that's okay. And it's okay that it takes us um, 22 months instead of 10 months, instead of 12 months. It's okay that, you know, when I first thought that I was, um, I started on my self-development journey, I truly believed I was, it was going to take me about a year or two of this um, self-development thing and I was going to be good. Here we yeah. are. <laughs> 10, 12 years later, here we are. And I'm still growing. And that's why I think having an um coach, a coach is so important because in terms of an accountability, that mm. is just so important to have somebody there that kind of says, look, I got you. You know, it it may it may take longer than you thought it was gonna take, but I got you. And we we can come, we can come together to work out strategies that are going to work best for you in order to achieve your goal. Because if you're serious about achieving this goal, there's no reason why you shouldn't achieve it, no matter how long it takes you. If it takes you a little bit longer than what you first initially expected, it's not a reason to give up. It's the it's the very reason why you should keep going. Um, and as a result, that I think we are all students of life. So because we're all yeah. students of life, we should all, we all are continuously growing, always moving mm. forward. And as long as we remember that, we'll be okay. As long as we remember that 2020 is not a write-off, it was a learning experience for some, because for the ones of us that are still here, that are still healthy, that still have our lives, that still have our jobs, that, um, and even um, for those of us who found ourselves in um, financial, in a financial situation that we didn't want to be in financial in a way, in, in, in a way that we didn't want to be, it made us have to start opening our eyes and doing things differently in order to be in a better mm-hmm. position. So if it mean, means that you have to be a little bit tighter on, on your budgets, then you have to become a little bit tighter on your budgets. But the fact that you are still alive is a blessing. And that allows you to know that, okay, today I, I did what I could today. Tomorrow I'm going to do what I can tomorrow. And as long as every day is a new day to get where you have another chance to do the very best that you can. And yeah. And that, and yeah, and I think that's what it is. And also one of the things that I did want to say in terms of um, perseverance is celebrate the small wins because this, this, and the reason why I say this is because we have to be really mindful of the fact that things will probably take longer than we would like. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. Yeah. And along the journey, we have to remember that it's a journey. And so we have to celebrate our small wins because those are the things that show us, yes, we're on the right path. And also it shows us that what we're capable of, it shows yeah. us what we're able to do. But it's it's a great reminder of all this power that we have inside of us to be able to accomplish these things. It's like it takes nine months for a baby to grow, you know, mm-hmm. it takes um, you're in school for 12 years, you get a degree, it takes you four years, three or four years, depending on what kind of degree you have. So everything takes time. So as long as you allow it, it's just it's gestation period. Mm. You can get there. But along the way, you've got you have these milestones that you need to celebrate because you did this and Ooh. you're amazing. And just to go back to what you said about celebrating your small wins, mm-hmm. that is so, so, so important. So I shared about it taking me 22 months to pay off my debts, but I enjoyed the journey. I, I absolutely, I will do that journey all over again. Yeah. Seriously, because I'm like, look, look, if I have to do this, I'm going to do it happy. Like, I'm not going to be trying to pay off my debts and be sad about it and feel miserable about it. No, like I gladly spent all that money. So I'm gladly going to pay it back. (laughs) 
But one of the things John and I did was that um, we we set key milestones. So after we paid like our first debt off, we rewarded ourselves £25 each. And then once we paid off our first £3,000, we rewarded ourselves with £50 each. But I created these like reward milestones every time we met a goal because actually, yes, we've done the work, right? And we've had to sacrifice so much in paying off our debts that sometimes it could just it could just feel like all you're doing is paying bills and paying debts. So one of the things that I encourage people is whatever goal you have, especially if it's a long goal, and we've been sharing with you that some goals that are worth having will take longer than, you know, than, than you want it to. And that is okay. That is fine. That's how it's supposed to be. And in the end, once you persevere and you commit to it and you're courageous to keep going and you're taking brave small actions on a daily basis it's going to be worth it so set small reward sort of milestones so when you go this far so if you're trying to lose weight it could be you know for every t- every three exercises i do yeah. i'm going to treat myself it doesn't have to be food but i'm going to i love stationery so for me it will be i'm going to pop down to woolco and buy a new pen <laughs> You know, so just whatever it is in relation to the goal that you're trying to achieve, just definitely reward yourself because you're doing the work and you have to stop and reflect and pat yourself on the back and say, hey, well done. For a lot of people, the goals that they have, not everybody shares their goals. Like there's goals that I have that I don't talk about, you know, that I don't share it with people. It's just my goal. It's personal to me. So where you would usually have people encouraging you, supporting you, saying, hey, yeah, you look good. Like, what what are you doing? Like, you're looking all nice and slim. And, you know, some goals, you're not going to have people that are going to applaud you and encourage you. So you have to do it for yourself. You have to encourage yourself um, and pat yourself on the back so that you can keep on going. Oh, I love, I love that. And I, and I'm going to have to, I'm stealing the, uh, <laughs> the reward milestones. I'm, oh, I think that is so amazing. That is so amazing. The, um, it's really helped. Yeah, the reward milestones thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It's really helped because it's some of the goals we have one, they're bigger than us, way bigger. And our goals should be bigger because we are capable of so much. Mm-hmm. Like, The things that we can do, you know, um, I'm doing a course right now on how to create a course. So I've got a course coming up in the new year by God's grace. And one of the things like the lady says is that, you know, like the first time you do it, it's going to take a lot, but you have to do it that first time to be able to get to the actual goal that you have. You might not hit your goal in the first launch or the first opening, but you've done it. The yeah. fact that you've done it, so it can only get better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and also by doing it, it, like I said, it allows you to take the next step. And that is what the whole process is about. So um, who the people that I've I've met in the process of working on my business just like me for me. And as a result, mm. the opportunities have come out of it. So it's not necessarily money um but the potential to make money has definitely come out and then also I a couple of weeks ago I put my first my first um stock to unstoppable on 
Um, and that had, I had 14 people register. And I think how many people, um, six people showed up. That's and a good, that's, you, that's like I, above the average. I was happy. I was more than happy. And the reason why I was happy was because I did it. And that's what I celebrated. I celebrate yeah. doing it because that's what it's about. It's mm. about doing it because that's what changes the game is when you yes. do it. Because what you do is you tell your brain that you can actually do it. And after a few times of doing it, your brain believes it. And when mm. it starts to believe, that's when everything changes. So then you start looking for new ways of doing things. You start, okay, this didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. So for example, for me, I know now that I need to present to bigger audiences if I want um, if I want people to show up, more people to show up on my yeah. events. But mm. so it's that kind of thing that your brain is then able to create new possibilities for you, new opportunities for you that you probably wouldn't have thought about if you hadn't tried, if you hadn't chosen to persevere, like you said, if you haven't chosen to commit. Yeah, I so agree. I feel like we can talk about this. We could just keep bringing examples to you guys and sharing so many examples. Um, So um, we've shared with you the three things that are important to us um, that helps us to create the life that we want for ourselves. And for us, these are the three things that makes life matter and it gives um it gives it meaning it gives our goals meaning it gives our dreams meaning and it helps us to keep persevering and keep pushing on so this week as an action for you to take away would like you to come up with three key pillars of your own that matter to you and that give your life true meaning and if you're not sure what these are then that's what we're here for so feel free to reach out to us at the wealth the wealthy life lab at gmail.com. So I'm going to say that again to make sure that you get it correctly. The Wealthy Life Lab at gmail.com. So we look forward to hearing from you. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the Wealthy Life Lab with Esther and Yard this season. We are so very grateful for you. Um, this life, this um, podcast, as you yeah. know, is for women who are dedicated to becoming financially free and living the life they're meant to live. Um, so don't forget to subscribe as well as rate and review and to find out more information about Esther you can find Esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk and on Instagram at bossofmymoney wonderful where can they find you Yal? thanks Esther they can find me at the next level coaching group.com um, and then also on uh, Instagram you can find me at the next level coaching group and on Facebook at the Next Level Lounge. So we look forward to seeing you guys over there. And feel free to send your questions to the podcast, as I mentioned earlier. And the email address is thewealthylifelab at gmail.com. Thank you again. This is our final episode, as we mentioned earlier. Thank you for listening to us and for allowing us into your home. And we really appreciate you being here. We thank you for your feedback. And it's been so much fun, yeah. Like I got to spend time with you, you know, every week. How about that? (laughs) And yeah, it really, really, really has. And um, really look out for us guys, because, you know, you'll be hearing from us again soon. Um, Yeah. So look out to hear from us and um, yeah, whatever you're doing in your life, 
especially when it comes to your finances and living your best life, keep going, keep doing you. When mm. we say reach out to us, we're not just saying that to forsake. We actually mean reach out to us if you if you have anything that you want to share or anything that you need answering. Just please, please, please reach out to us. Reach out to us because that's what we're here for. We're here to have support and help you be your best.